0: Hi, this is episode 18 of the American Coin-Op podcast, titled Successfully Marketing Your Laundry on a Budget. I'm your host and editor of the magazine, Bruce Bags. My guest today is Dennis Diaz, president of Spinner. The firm was established in 2015 to help businesses see the importance of modernizing their marketing to build better relationships with their customers online. Dennis boasts over 10 years of digital marketing experience while working with laundromat owners throughout the U.S., His company employs ex-Googlers, pay-per-click account managers, website designers, social media managers, and content developers. Dennis joins me from his office in New York City. Good afternoon, Dennis, and welcome to the American CoinHot Podcast.
1: Hey, good afternoon, Bruce. Thanks for having me on.
0: Well, thank you for being our guest today. Uh, For a service business like a vended laundry, what basic questions should its marketing efforts answer?
1: I think we get caught up in trying to solve really complex marketing questions, like where should we spend our marketing dollars? How much is our cost for acquisition? What kind of tools should we be using? But sometimes it's better to like to step back and look at developing solid relationships with our customers first. I would say answer these three questions. Who really is your ideal customer? Uh, What does she really want from the product or service that you're offering? How do you communicate how your product or service meet her needs. Let me share an example, Bruce. I'm a follower of Malcolm Gladwell. It's an author I admire. He shared a story about a man who refused to believe that there was a perfect spaghetti sauce. (laughs) So instead, the man believed that the power of choice actually impacted happiness in people and led them to buy. Sauce companies for years, they competed. They tried to sell the best version of the, common marinara sauce, right? Okay. They competed using their own secret ingredients. So people preferred the taste of one over the other because of these special ingredients. This man challenged one company to keep its original recipe, but also make other versions of its sauce and make one chunky, make another one garlic and basil, another one Parmesan, one with meat, meatless. And you may ask why, because people love different things. So as a result, they're able to break through the noise and they sell more of their product by marketing it to specific taste and communicating the highlighted ingredients on its packaging. I mean, and as laundry owners, we can relate to this because our self-service customers want something completely different than our wash Street Flow customer or a commercial account. So who are the ideal customers in each category? What products or services can we develop to make them great doing business with us? And how do we convey that in our marketing message and the packaging we use? So those are the basic questions we should be asking before we get too deep in marketing.
0: I'm going to go right into my next question because I think it really touches on, you've already touched on a couple of things that I was going to ask you about. There are some fundamental steps to marketing a business successfully. And you mentioned a couple of those. So I'd just like to talk a little bit about each one for the next few minutes, if we could. First, First is know your market. And, you know, by that I mean your message will have zero impact if it's aimed improperly, right?
1: Of course, right? So I think laundry businesses need to target correctly. You wouldn't run a nationwide campaign if you're only servicing a small area. So I see this often when laundry owners, they come to us, They say that they've tried running ads, for example, on their own, um, but they're not seeing the results they hope for. What we do is like an audit. We find out that the location targeting is way off. Time-of-day schedule is running wild. Uh, Campaigns are usually running like at 2 a.m. when their customers are not waking up till 6 and asleep by 11. Also in search, the keyword targeting is way too wide. They bid on words like laundromat and show up for – Laundromat for sale, for example. Now, I mean, that would be good if you were a broker selling laundromats. It's not good for you if you're trying to attract people who are looking to do their wash at your laundromat. So, yeah, I agree. Poor targeting equals wasted dollars, and that's zero impact in my opinion.
0: Next is educate on benefits. And by that, I mean as a consumer, I'd like to know what I'm going to receive by using your laundry.
1: Communicating value upfront will help avoid... Education. education is why search engines are so valuable. You search for a question, you get an answer. People are not looking for a product or service online. They're looking for a solution to a problem. They explain that your wash right bolt service uses high-quality detergent. You offer are the hypoallergenic options, you have a same-day turnaround. Uh, the more education you provide up front, the quicker your potential is to convert that person who's searching into a customer. So you save them a phone call, or worse, you, you save them from finding the answer on a competitor's site.
0: Next is craft a strong call to action. So, you know, it's one thing to deliver a message, but it's another to get somebody to act upon it.
1: Yeah, I love that you brought this up. Laundry owners, they sometimes fail to tell people what they want them to do. I think as any business, you have to be the guide. Communicating your benefits is awesome, but after you educate, you have to give them a push. Tell them to buy, visit your store, download a coupon, bring it in. If you're doing some traditional marketing with your mailers, tell them to bring in that coupon or sign up for the event. Um, Get them to act while you have their attention is the key here. Right.
0: Right. And then the last thing I had I was going to ask you about is monitor, measure, and refine. And by that, I mean monitor, measure, and refine your marketing efforts. If you don't pay attention to how your marketing is received, how will you know if it's working or if you need to change things up?
1: You probably can't fix or even reward what you don't measure. One of the most common mistakes I see are folks who let their campaigns run and never monitor it until the campaign expires. They may find that a cus- that customers weren't reacting to it as they thought from day one, but they didn't do anything about it, and they noticed it at the end of 30 days or something. So the key here is, like, don't set and forget your campaigns. You need to constantly monitor and measure the impact. You find the approach by eliminating what doesn't work and strengthening what does.
0: Can you tell me what's involved in developing a marketing plan?
1: We developed a plan called the Wash strategy. It's an acronym. Uh, It gives you the four basic elements you should consider when you are developing your digital marketing plan. W in WASH represents your website sales funnel. Now, the key to remember is that your site ignites your sales funnel above all things else, Um, and you should design it with that in mind. So your goal is to find curious visitors and turn them into customers, basically. So along that journey, they need to become leads. Uh, They're met with their call to actions, right? And are nurtured over time to use your services so your site is a platform that makes all that possible and then the second step of the wash strategy deals with your audience a for audience Um, in other words who are you trying to reach with your message what's the best way to maximize how effectively you communicate to them and then the third part is the s the strategy part um, divided into search and social so when you start trying to attract your perfect customer, it's going to be tempting to think that all of your efforts should go to your website. While that's not entirely a bad idea, it's also not exactly right. But simply having a website doesn't mean that you'll have visitors to it. So you have to give people a reason to visit first, which means they need to know that you exist. And the best way to do that is through search engines and social media. And then the last part, which is the H is how did you do Providing quality service to customers is going to be the core of every business owner's mission. Uh, No doubt, on many occasions, your listeners probably have experience of wanting to interrogate every customer that walks through their doors. Uh, Questions like, how are we doing? Are you happy with our services? What can we do better? I mean, these are all questions that should race through your mind, and it's a good thing. You should do that in your your online strategy as well, right? Dial into those thoughts. What can you always do better? How can you always improve?
0: Store owners have used traditional marketing tools like newspaper ads, billboards, and radio spots for years. And they can still be effective, but our society's love for, and I would say growing dependence on, computers and mobile devices mean things have shifted online. Do you think a store owner has to adopt a different mindset about online marketing when compared to more traditional marketing methods?
1: Yes and no. The user experience is completely different, but the intent to convert someone to a customer is the same. I think the important thing is, and we will all agree that existing customer loyalty is important. In factor in maintaining a healthy business, and so is attracting new customers. By applying some simple online marketing strategies, I mean, you certainly stay connected with customers who are new and old, and it's easier, more efficient than ever before. And digital marketing is not designed to replace traditional ways you sell things, right? Or you sell your services or engage with your customers. Really it's digital marketing complements these existing things by using online resources that are available to you and your competitors. So the truth is that it's becoming a level playing field where only the fittest will win. So where the mind that chip is is really being open to getting started. Those who embrace both traditional and online will not only survive, but they'll thrive in the years
0: to come. Okay. Dennis, let's get into some specifics now, or, or more specifics, I should say. Are you a believer that a small business should have a website, or would something like a Facebook page be enough in your mind?
1: Having a Facebook page should never be your end-all, be-all. Okay. While a lot of people use Facebook, um, not everyone does. Even if your content is public, uh, it's not enough, right? You should have a website. Your website is the epicenter of everything you do online. Uh, It will give your online marketing strategy more flexibility to reach more people, win more customers by using different techniques that are available to you. So go get a website made today if you don't have one.
0: Let's talk about uh, social networks for a second. Are, are there certain social networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I'm just thinking of some off the top of my head, are there certain ones that are better suited for marketing a vended or a self-service laundry than others?
1: Yeah, well, I still love Facebook for this industry. Okay. Uh, why? Because it, it's used by an older audience who use laundromat. Um, it has a ton of reach and data to really help you segment campaigns and the potential for engagement is still very high. And there is a ton of tools that connect with Facebook too, so you can manage, you can monitor it, you can measure it. I would say that's a good fit for our industry still.
0: Okay. You mentioned tools. What are some of your favorite marketing tools and are they accessible and affordable for the average small business?
1: Most of them are free, Bruce. Um I like free. I love <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're working on the budget, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, I love HubSpot as a free CRM. It's a CRM stands for customer relationship management tool. Um, also, WordPress. That's a really great CMS, which stands for content management system. Okay. Uh, to run your website, that's also free. Uh, you may have to pay a designer to get uh, a website uh, set up on it, but search engines love WordPress. Uh, also, Mailchimp. As a email marketing solution, I think that's free up to 2,500 contacts. And then Hootsuite to monitor and track your social media accounts and automate some posts is a great free tool as well.
0: What advice do you have for a laundry owner that's just getting his or her feet wet in marketing?
1: I always find it super easy if you work with a designer to start building up a website. You fine-tune your branding that way. Uh, you start to think about your marketing message from there, then build off of that. Remember, your website can go live before your store is even built. You can tell your contractor what kind of paint colors to use, what finishes you want, and all that just by having your website set up first. You can always make changes to it. After that is set up, then follow up by building up your social media accounts with the same look and feel that your website has. So that's always a good start.
0: But, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, you've got, Uh, Laundry owners who are really uh, experienced at marketing or they they really understand the benefits of it and and what's involved. For those more advanced marketers among our audience, where are the opportunities for them?
1: I think they would appreciate elevating this search engine optimization game just by developing more content and backlink. And pay attention to voice search. Voice-based commerce sales are in the billions right now. There are companies in the laundry space using it already. Also, chatbots for customer service, they're being used more in solving customers' issues up front. And if you're really sophisticated, dive into video if you're not already doing so. If you have your social media game on point, you have that audience to speak to, then go for it. Start doing video.
0: From what I understand, video generates a great deal more traffic to your site than perhaps just a written post. In other words, just words something with video carries a lot more weight, I guess. Is that true?
1: Yeah. So moving graphics uh, definitely capture attention, right? And not only that, I mean, if you are publishing a video on search engines like YouTube, which have tons of engagement, that's another way to increase your search engine optimization, right? So your title tags are going to have these keywords in them. You can share that across different uh, social media outlets, And in effect, you're really creating these backlinks back to your video uh, within the description of your video. So there is so much opportunity to gain attention with with those videos.
0: Okay. Well, great. Dennis, it's been uh, really wonderful speaking with you today and learning more about marketing in a number of different areas. Whatever a laundry owner chooses to spend on marketing, how can they ensure they put their best foot forward in seeing a return on their investment?
1: I would say... Stick to that loss strategy. If you forgot it already, it's the website sales funnel, um, audience development, the search and social strategy that you have and how did you do, how did you perform. Uh, make sure you have a landing page set up to drive people to in order to convert them. Right? Target the right audience. Again, use search and social to get the word out. Call people to take action. And then lastly, just track how you perform in real time. Uh, don't set it and forget it. I think you have a successful campaign right there.
0: Again, my guest has been Dennis Diaz, president of Spinner, uh New York City. Dennis, uh thanks again for sharing some just a little bit of your expertise in the uh marketing arena. I hope that our audience has uh, has gotten some ideas from what we've talked about. I'm certain they probably have, and uh, maybe we can look for some changes in their website or maybe even development of a website uh, starting tomorrow. I hope so. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> it was good talking to you, Dennis, and uh, thanks again for being a guest on the American Coin-Op Podcast. Thank you so much, Bruce. Appreciate it. The American Coin-Op Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazines, LLC in Chicago with music written by Nazar Ryback and provided by Hook Sounds. For more information about our podcasts, you can visit our website at AmericanCoinOp.com or you can consult The Wire, our weekly e-newsletter. And I welcome your podcast feedback, including your topic suggestions, at my email, bbags at atmags.com. For American Coin Op, this is Editor Bruce Bags. saying your cycle is up.